the Soul Coaching Oracle Show with Hannah Yamiah. Oh, what up, what up, what up? Name is State Ashe and Mary Meet. To all of you guys, this is your Soul Coach and Oracle, Hannah Yamaya, here on your Soul Coach and Oracle podcast station. And today we're talking about Rich and Radiant, the Law of Attraction. And so today's quote for today, it says, The power is from within, but we cannot receive it unless we give it. Charles F. Hannell, okay? So today I want to go ahead and teach you and tell you guys about how to be rich and radiant. I'm going to tell you a story about William William Bud Post the Third. Okay, so you guys stay tuned. This is your Soul Coach and Oracle Hannah Yamaya. I'll be back with some more information on rich and radiant, the law of attraction. All right. So as I told you before, um, we are going to be talking about William Budd Post III. Now, if you guys do not know who this man is, this man won a $16.2 million lottery. And it was said that um, he had only had $2.46 in his bank account when he had won the lottery ticket. Okay. Now, William lived... Uh, a tough life and his mother passed away when he was just eight years old and his father sent him to an orphanage soon after so before winning the lottery William spent most of his life in miscellaneous jobs cooking driving trucks and painting and working for travel carnivals so in 1990 1988 William finally got his break but not exactly okay um It was also said that William went on a major shopping spree soon after the lottery lottery winning. He purchased a liquor license, a lease for a restaurant, a used car lot, and a twin engine airplane. Um, In a small amount of time, he spent more than his annual distributor check of $395,000. Then William was almost killed when his brother hired a hitman into pursuit of trying to kill him when his brother uh claimed that um that William stole his winnings okay his brother claimed that he was the one that won the lottery ticket and that was his money so his brother put a hit out on him okay Next, William was sued by landlord, his occasional girlfriend, for one-third of his lottery winnings, saying that he had pawned one of her her rings for the money that he brought the winning lottery ticket with. The, the judge ruled in her favor. Long story short, William did not comply, and all his assets was frozen, okay, which landed him in jail, and he allegedly remarked, I was much happier when I was broke. So according to the Certified Financial Planner Board of Standards, nearly a third of lottery winners declare bankruptcy. Studies show that 
within six months of winning the lottery, people generally revert to their previous lives. Okay. Now, if they were happy, they would return to be happy. And if they struggled with depression, once the excitement of win wars off, they would become depressed again. And if they struggle financially, they would encounter difficulties managing their wins and return to a lack of monetary wealth. Our riches is completely dependent on our consciousness, ladies and gentlemen. So the greatest product to produce is the highest version of yourself. Now, money is not something that is out in the world or something to obtain. This is a delusional thought. And if you were to study the financial wealth, you would see that they do not hoard their money. Rather, they are active investors. Now, you must remember that the financial wealth does not equate to fulfillment or success. There are many individuals out here that are financially wealthy, yet lonely and depressed and confined and enslaved to the concept to their identity of maintaining their tangible riches. So truly rich individuals are wealthy because they have an abundant life, but they benefit the people in their life by gifts that they are to the world. Your only job is to always remember that you are divine, ladies and gentlemen. This is the key to prosperity and you have to understand and ask yourself, have I ever witnessed a, a witnessed an individual who walked in a room full of radiance and high energy? People gravitate to, to that individual who, ex, who are very dazzling and glowing and have high confidence that cannot be explained. It's these individuals who have explained or expanded their consciousness And they are highly in tune with themselves and have clarity and a direction path and an understanding of their purpose. So when you learn the ability to control your mindset, your actions aligned, and you become the person you are designed to be. You embark the ability to control your mindset. Your actions are aligned and you become the person that you designed to be. Okay, you embark on a journey of success that directs you to your purpose and calling. And ultimately, the universe delivers you, delivers to you your higher, your heart's desire. Okay, now investing in yourself has the greatest return on investments. Okay, so I got some mindsets of those who are living in abundance versus those living in confined by their limited beliefs. Now, as you hear me read these out and talk to you about them, um, I did write these down. I want you to ask yourself, which one am I? Okay. These mindsets you will need to further develop to create an abundant life. Okay. So some of these are good mindsets and some of these are... Some mindsets that you probably like, girl, what the fuck is you talking about? So we have people in this world that has purpose versus they are being confused. Okay. Now, people with wealthy mindsets have an intention and a reason there or why that drives them, excuse me, that drives them towards success. 
This purpose is a core value that is aligned with their hearts, their mind, and their soul. Therefore, it drives them when challenged in life. Now, purpose-driven people have true abundance, not just material, but a fulfilled life of prosperity because they have aligned their authentic calling with bringing value to the world. Now, people with confused mindsets send mixed messages to the universe, therefore get mixed circumstances back, okay? And often, they believe that they want something only to get it and then realize it will never happen. It will never bring them joy. Confused people have a challenge, challenging time um, having a prosperous, a very, very prosperous life. Now, that's because they look to the world for their happiness when it can only be found within. Remember, validation If you're looking for validation outside of you, then you're looking for it in the wrong places. But if you're looking for validation inside of you and you're looking for that validation from you, this could help you be happy and and find purpose and not be confused and not have a confused mindset. So we do have people like committed people and trying people. Okay. Now, People with health, wealthy mindsets direct specific energy upon universal mind with total conviction. They have decided to be successful. And it doesn't matter if they know how they are going to accomplish their goals because they have faith and do not outline the process. Whether they align with divine right actions and soar straight ahead. Now, people with scarcity mindsets try to have success, but have a hard time winning because they have not decided a core level to be successful due to limiting beliefs within within their souls. So often you witness trying people going around and around and in circles, zigzagging and starting and stopping projects like life is chaotic and disorganized. And they tend to justify why they aren't getting the prog- the results that they desire out of life. And there's a lot of people out there like that. You have the people that is that is have purpose. You have people that is confused. You have people that is committed. You have people that is trying. So I have about a lot more. Okay, we're going to talk about leaders and victims. Okay, now. Leaders are powerful because they take 100% responsibility for their lives. Their wealthy mindset is all about directing energy, people, and circumstances towards success. They focus on their accomplishments instead of focusing on what they haven't accomplished. Celebrating and giving positive reinforcements to their subconscious. And they tend to be um, idealistic and see opportunities instead of obstacles. On the contrary, those with victim mindsets tend to blame people, circumstances, and the world for their failure. And they, the victim mindset is a passive and a reactive to, to any situation, any market, any economy.
now and someday people. You got now versus someday people. Now, those with wealthy mindsets understand that the universe only knows the present moment. They realize that their presence, their present actions determine their future results. Everything is acted upon diligent or scheduled the moment it comes across their desk, their email or their phone. Those with scarcity mindsets believe that they need to do X, Y, Z before they can begin. They tend to overplan, overanalyze, and procrastinate. Then you got opportunities versus problem people. Those with wealthy mindset view all problems as, as opportunities. They see challenges as a gain for growth and they shit, they shift hardship. I said shit. <laughs> they shift hardship into lessons and transform pain into gain. The wealthy mindset understands how to tap into universal intelligence and invocation to solve any problem. Those with scarcity mindsets focus on why they can't accomplish things due to problems. They tend to draw in more problems because they are constantly informing universal law with fear and anxiety and drama. Now, we have creating versus reacting people, okay? People with wealthy mindsets tend to live life on their terms. They proactively demonstrate thriving relationships, systems, and platforms. The wealthy mindset realizes that creation has no bounds. Now, individuals with sacred um, scarcity mindsets constantly react to life. Their internal navigation system is constantly being pushed around by the circumstances of their life. And they tend to respond in a fight or a flight manner. Then you have assets and liability people. Okay. Individual with a wealthy mindset understand that they must be an asset to the world to live a life of abundance. They invest in people who help bring their business higher and thriving together. They invest in business asset that rises in value and compounding and pro um, lift and plur. I can't even say it. Proliferating, and they focus their time on compounding uh, and building products and services which are residual and brings everlasting prosperity. Now, those with scarcity mindsets invest in a, in liabilities because they are liabilities themselves. They tend to draw people into their lives that bring little to no value and they invest in material belongings that that really don't do anything for them and leave them in debt. Then you have action versus analyzing type of people. Okay. People with a wealthy mindset are actively in the game of life. Okay. They take extraordinary actions, tweaking their performance as needed. They understand that life rewards and initiative and gives critical feedback through the law of a cause and effect. They also realize that every little action and word they speak are powerful. Powerful acts that inform life. 
Now, those with a scarcity mindset spend most daytime analyzing and pondering. They are constantly trying to figure it out. And some of you guys are like this. And some of us is like this. There's a lot of people out here like that. So out of the ones that I just said, think about it. Which one are you? Okay. We have a couple more to talk about. Okay. We have productive and insufficient, inefficient people. Okay. Now, productive people have a mindset that they are, it's, it's a lot, okay? They are just, uh, they express their heart-specific messages with uh, the least amount of efforts. To be efficient is to have the effects on one desire. The mindset is organized, complete, cycle, complete cycles, follow through, and simplifies, and it focuses to one thing at a time. The, opp- the opposite is that the truth of those with scarcity mindsets who often have difficulties contemplating, um, contemplating cycles or, co- or completing cycles are following through with relationships, jobs that don't get completed, projects that go unfinished, relationships get severe and dwaddle off. I can go on and on and on. But it also includes the inability to stop undesired actions, doing the same thing over and over without any real production, insanity, addiction, circular actions, and more. Then you have leverage versus weakness. We got some people that has leverage, and then we got some people that just can have some weak aspects and traits that can cause them not to see financial or be radiant and rich, not just physically or mentally, but also emotionally. Now, individuals with wealthy mindsets understand how to exert less force upon life while getting greater results. They, le- they leverage relationships and, re- and resources to get the most out of life. They are proficient in risk management and creating balanced success. However, those with secrecy, I mean, scarcity mindsets stay small. They, they can do it all on their own. They rarely take risk or take too much risk gambling away their scarcity or their security. Then you have transcending and transactioning, okay? People with a wealthy mindset focus on serving instead of selling. They realize that two minds have infinity potential. Furthermore, these transcending relationships often compound into into large communities, tribes, and organizations. They transactional minds only think about what is in it for them, okay? They take what they want and then eventually are left with a life destined of scarcity. They live in in this daily to-do list instead of seeing the bigger picture. Then you have passive income and paycheck people. Individual with a wealthy with a wealthy mindset understands the power of their mind and their ability to infinitely create. They focus on building income that continuously generates even after the initial energy to generate it. Whereas the scarcity mindset lives paycheck to paycheck, unable to break free from working by 
the hour in exchange for getting paid. Now, there are some of you out here like that. I'm a passive income person. Okay. I don't want to live from paycheck to paycheck. If you want to do that, hey, I don't judge you. If you want to live paycheck to paycheck, go ahead. Then you have Quaytum Leaks and Leonard people. A prosperous mind thinks in leaps and bounds. They focus on what they are good at. And doing so, they exponentially become much more productive. They set extraordinary goals, which demands the mind to invocate. Also, they spend their time building the right relationships that will exponentially guarantee success. However, the Leonard thinkers tend to try and do it all. And secrecy mindset believes that it must do it must do everything step by step and leaves them burned out and having their confidence decrease. Wow, that. Have you thought about which one you are? Are you a Quatum Leap versus a Lanier? Passive income versus paycheck? Trans- I'm sending to transactional. You are, are you leveraged versus weakness? Are you productive versus inef- inefficient? Um, action versus analyzing. Assets versus liabilities. Creating versus reacting. Opportunities versus problems. Now versus someday. Leaders versus victim, commitment versus trying. Are you purpose versus confused? Which one are you? I'm going to give you guys a minute to think about it. And then I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about some more rich and radiant. So you guys stay tuned. It's your girl, Hannah Yamaya, your soul coach and Oracle. And I'll be back in a few seconds. All right, so we talked about Rich and Radiant, how, you know, with the law of attraction. And I always say give, serve, and love, okay? And the reason why I say that is because there's a law out here out of the universal laws, the law of compensation, okay? Um, And the law of compensation states that life is an energy exchange and each person is compensated in a like manner to how they contribute. They are, there is an identical correlation in the amount of value you give and the value you receive. Okay. There's also an uh, equal intimate to the expense of your actions. So this natural amendment or amending mechanism is the process of redemption, bringing balance and order. Example, you reap what you sow, you get back what you give. So I always say, practice, give, serve, and love. Whatever you seek in life, give it today. Like attract like, okay? So if you seek money, give money or help another rise in in their prosperity. If you seek health, health, exert energy from the body and align with mother nature. If you seek love, give it without the need for it in return. Give gifts 
a smile or a compliment to a stranger, giving service to a community or someone you know in need. Why I say give? Because at the end of the day, abundance and prosperity is your birthright. Okay? It is your birthright. And we have to understand that even though it's our birthright, if we want in a better financial life, we have to understand that it's not about the actual currency. It's also about divine currency. Okay? And people say that what we are all seeking is the meaning of life. I don't think that's what we are really seeking. I think that's what we're seek what we're seeking is an experience of being alive. And someone named Joseph Campbell said that. Okay. Um so I'm gonna tell you guys another story and we're gonna I wanna tell you about how abundance and prosperity is your birthright. I always I talked about rich and radiant and how you can be rich and radiant, but the only way that you can be rich and radiant is knowing your birthright from the time you were born that you are already in abundance and you're already in prosperity. So I once ascended to formation or firmaments. Okay. I first went to see hell. And the sight was very horrifying. Row after row of tables were ladding with platters of sumptuous food. Yet the people sat around the table with piles of immensity, okay, moaning and hunger. And as I come closer, I understood the predicament. Every person held a full spoon, but both arms were splinted with wood plats. So the person could not bend their elbows to bring the food to his mouth. It had broke my heart to hear the torture groans of these poor people as they held the food as near, but could not consume it. Next, I went to visit heaven. I was surprised to see the same setting I had witnessed in hell. Row after row of long tables ladding with food, but in the contrast to hell, The people here in heaven were sitting contently, talking with each other, obviously sedated from their their scumptuous food. As I came closer, I was amazed to discover that here, too, each person had his arms and her arms splinted on wood splats that prevented them from bending their arms. And how then... They managed to eat. As I watch a man pick up his phone and dug it into his dish before him. And then he stretched across the table and fed the person across from him. The recipient of the this kindness thanked him and returned the favor by leaning across the table to feed his benefactor. I suddenly understood heaven and hell offered the same concern. Um, uh, circumstances and conditions. The critical difference in is in the way the people treated each other. I ran back to hell to share this solution with the poor souls trapped there. And I whispered in their ear of one starving man. You do not have to go hungry. Use your spoon to feed your neighbor and he will surely return the favor and feed you. You and this man said to me, You expect me to feed this detestable man 
sitting across the table. The man said, very angry. And I would rather, he said, I would rather start my, I'd rather starve than give him the pleasure of eating. And then I understood God's wisdom in choosing pleasure. I mean, of choosing who is worthy to go to heaven and who deserve to go to hell. Now, knowing that heaven and hell is right here, right now in the state of consciousness, then we can make this shift as with every aspect of life, spirit desires love and connection. And as we awaken and evolve, so does our wisdom and understanding of understanding of what it means to be healthy or wealthy. It is time to change. It is so time. It's time to change, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So, um, it was this book called The Culture Creatives. And they said that there were are over 50 million people in America who are tired of emphasizing and modern culture on the old paradigm of success. They indicated that there is an emergence over the last generation with distinct shifts in values and lifestyles that are changing the world. And this group of people seek equality spiritual, psychologically development, well-being and invocations, love and nature. They encourage investing into an education and care for the environment. They also see great importance of developing relationships and collaborating with one another. Like the spiritual shift, they are expanding their collective conscious, looking beyond the self and turning within for answers. They aim for genuine erotic and um, eroticing the concept of time as linear and thinking outside the box. They think of a spirit as a community rather than a person creating camaraderie synergy and stepping up to the position of leadership. Now, <coughs> excuse me, tr- I want you guys to know true wealth begins by shifting into a broader conscious moving past your tunnel vision and into a state of creativity and invocation as you expand your viewpoints you know and you will develop a a natural and in it desire to help everyone that crosses your path envisioning and yearning for others to thrive to find their ultimate happiness for our culture to survive We must progress in the collective consciousness of oneness and love. The law of divine oneness. Now, Joseph Campbell, if you guys remember, I stated two quotes. The second quote was by Joseph Campbell. He had a book called The Hero's Journey. And I do suggest that you guys read that book. This book was written and published in 2014. This book discussed that we all have a hero within us. He indicated that it is a ra- it is irrational, and he described the hero's journey as a life lived in a self discovery rather rather than courageous acts. The Star Wars series that Joseph Campbell book right um, that that book is about the Star Wars series. Now in the movie Star Wars Star Wars. Luke Skywalker finds 
the force within himself. Now, I'm a Star Wars fan, you guys. I love Star Wars. Um, and the power, uh, he found the power of characters to meet his de- destiny. The ultimate object of the quest is to seek and find wisdom and the power to serve others. One of the distinctions that Joseph Campbell makes between the celebration, um, the celebrity and the hero is that one lives only for self while the other acts to redeem society. In seeking truth and wisdom, you must look beyond the realms of illusions and regaining your true self. Now, if you give yourself fully life, you will always be rich and radiant. You will always have that birthright um, and a prosperity and abundance. And we talked about the law of um, compensation. Another law that I imply this into being rich and radiant and financially blissful, not just um, the, not just cash, currency cash, but divine cash is the law of circulation. Um, the law of circulation states that all of life is an ex- exchange of energy, a flow of giving and receiving. And this is the current of consciousness at an expanded rate, multiplied expondently. Through the dynamic change, the universe instantaneously responds to what you give to life. You reap what you sow. So if you haven't given yourself fully to life today, do that. And how can you do that? There is only one explanation for your experience of lack of flow and feeling of being stuck. And it is because you're not giving yourself to life. Ask yourself, where in life are you, Stangy? Where in life do you hold yourself back from giving your time, treasures, and talents to the world? How have you been suppressing yourself? And if you have some answers to that, you are more than welcome to share them with me. Okay? You can inbox me on Facebook. Um, on Facebook at your um, at Sacred Creations and Healing, LLC, or your Soul Coach and Oracle, Hannah Yamaya. Okay? Also, do not forget to check me out um, at Sacred Creations and Healing, LLC.net. Okay? I am a alchemist. Alchemist. Alchemist, sorry. I'm a spiritual healer, a spiritual advisor. I'm a Reiki healer. I'm a life coach. I offer all kinds of services. Do not forget to go like and follow me on Facebook at your soul coach and Oracle Hannah Yamaya. Also, Sacred Creations and Healing LLC here on Facebook. I am also on Instagram, Twitter. You guys go follow me. Check us out. Subscribe to my website. I want to send you guys some love and light, a lot of peace and wholeness. And I shall return tomorrow with a special guest, Mrs. Candace Hook. We will be talking about self-love and self-care. Stay tuned. I'm out. Hannah Yamaya. the soul coaching oracle show have a good night